Hi friends, this is JFET. Whether you're around the corner or across the world, welcome to The Daily Walk. I want you to take a moment today to pause in Jesus and see what new thing could take place in your life. At the end of this podcast, you can download our app, Boulder Church, or visit us online at boulder.church to connect. And remember, we would love to hear from you as we prepare for our messages every Saturday morning on The Daily Walk. Good morning. It's Wednesday, January 23. Welcome to Daily Walk. I'm Becky de Oliveira. And I'm Japheth de Oliveira. And uh, let me pray for today. Heavenly Father, it's the middle of the week. I want to thank you for this week. And I want to thank you for this passage again. I want to thank you for all that it brings to us and all the challenges it lays before us. I ask for your blessing and for your wisdom. And uh, Lord, as we read it again, may we have fresh insights and understanding. In Jesus' name, amen. Amen. I am reading Ephesians chapter 6, verses 10 through 20 in the New Testament for Everyone, NTE. First subheading, God's complete armor. What else is there to say? Just this, be strong in the Lord and in the strength of his power. Put on God's complete armor. Then you'll be able to stand firm against the devil's trickery. The warfare we're engaged in, you see, isn't against flesh and blood. It's against the leaders, against the authorities, against the powers that rule the world in this dark age against the wicked spiritual elements in the heavenly places. For this reason, you must take up God's complete armor. Then when wickedness grabs its moment, you'll be able to withstand, to do what needs to be done, and still to be on your feet when it's all over. So stand firm. Put the belt of truth round your waist. Put on justice as your breastplate. For shoes on your feet, ready for battle, take the good news of peace. With it all, take the shield of faith. If you've got that, you'll be able to quench all the flaming arrows of the evil one. Take the helmet of salvation and the sword of the Spirit, which is God's word. Subheading Prayer and Peace Pray on every occasion in the Spirit with every type of prayer and intercession. You'll need to keep awake and alert for this with all perseverance and intercession for all God's holy ones, and also for me. Please pray that God will give me His words to speak when I open my mouth so that I can make known, loud and clear, the secret truth of the gospel. That, after all, is why I'm a chained-up ambassador. Pray that I may announce it boldly. That's what I'm duty-bound to do. So do you think this translation actually does a better job of explaining what what all different elements are? I understand where, what the elements are. I just don't know how you would go about putting them on. Like, what would you oh, be doing? Oh, okay. What, how would you do that? Like, what, How would how you do know you put, that you're on? How would you put... How would you put on the belt of truth right. or how would you actually... Uh, put on justice as How would you put on righteousness or how would you actually yes. have faith? What does that mean to do that? I think that, yes. What, what is the helmet of salvation, for instance? Yes. So, yeah, I, I have yeah. no idea Se- what that secret means. That it's just that you go find it in the Holy Grail with Indiana Jones and that's where it's actually... Yeah, at. I don't know. It's no, just actually, like, okay. okay, I gotcha. Yeah. I gotcha. No, that's good. That's good. All right. Uh, let's look at the question for today, um, which is... Here, if you were to define the gospel in one sentence, what would your definition be? Oh, is this like a Paul sentence where it can go on for a page and a half? <laughs> 202 words. Just lots of comments. In Greek with no breaks. <laughs> yes, and that's one sentence. So I can you probably take do a, a shorter breath. sentence than yes. that. Yes, go on in. But you, you go no, first. No, I'm good. Um, I would probably say that it's it's the thing that enables you to... Live fully as the person that you were created to be. Oh, I like that. Fully as you're created. I'm writing this out. Fully as you're created to be. Mm-hmm. Or as you're meant to be. Yeah, I like that. You know, whatever. The, 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 the various impediments that kind of stop you from 
having the kind of life or the kind of impact that you could have would be removed. Yeah. No, I, I like that a lot. I think for me, it would be very hard to for me to describe the gospel any other way than other in one than, sentence. Than, <laughs> oh, I was going to say, good for you, lucky you. I know, I know. This is really fantastic. It would be very hard for me to describe the gospel any other way than to say uh, that it was Jesus, full stop, all full stop. Oh, of course. Yeah, because I mean, just like the spirit. But see, mine makes more sense in terms of uh, mine makes. Perfect well, it, sense. it's more. Mine has more of a mine, practical outcome. Like you can practical. see more what it looks like. Mine looks exactly practical. Whereas yours, it's like I don't know what that would look like in practice it's for my very life. Pr- very practical. <laughs> okay, you can keep saying that, but I don't no, know I like what that, that I like would that. mean. I like specifically. yours. Created uh, fully as you are created to be. Yeah. So I mean, sometimes people talk about the gospel in terms of. I think Paul talks about this of liberating people. You know that you've. Doesn't he talk about having been in chains and then not? Yeah. He, that sort of thing. I mean, look, so, I mean, I think Jesus, we all live... And Jesus says that he sta- uh, when he read the scroll of Isaiah and, and uh, stood up and said, uh, he stands here to proclaim the good news that he's come to liberate the, the, the poor and the injustice. I mean, he just does all these beautiful things as well. And the gospel is so much bigger than we would give it credit because the, the gospel is the good news. And the good news is that God is in control. In fact, actually, the the term gospel um, is a, a term that they co- that they grabbed from back in the day um, when messengers would come along and say, "Hey, I've got this news to tell you that somebody has won a battle out in the field, and here's the good news: Tom's in charge, mm-hmm. and Bob's lost, and uh, and so if you were supporting Bob, you would hear the good news and you'd be like, "What? That's not that's not good news." <laughs> I'd be mortified with that. But if you're supporting Tom, you'd be really happy with that. And so the good news has this dual-edged sword to it, this effect. When you hear it, if you, for the first time, you may be like, well, hang on a second, I, I, but I wasn't over there. And so it has this kind of like powerful, but, but when Jesus comes along, he grabs that and he says, I am the good news, but I'm actually saying I'm above all of that and it's good news for everybody. Hmm. So it's, it's another level altogether. It's fantastic. And I kind of like that. Yeah. Yeah. Um, I am curious as to why we would have to define it in one sentence, but it's good. It's good sometimes to distill well, it because... I think trying to simplify things is helpful. I mean, it would be fun to also do it in one word. Oh, yeah, it would too, It would be too as well. I love... Uh, we're going to study the whole book of Colossians uh, this summer, and we're going to go through through it in, in the preaching plan, and uh, we're going to go through it in detail. And there's this great verse in Colossians that, that we're using for the One Project Gathering that we're going to have in Redlands uh, next month. And it's before all things, describing Jesus there, before all things. And I just think that that's a, a powerful phrase to describe the gospel, the good news, before Does it mean, I always things. wonder what before all things means. Does it mean like in terms of um, chronology, could, that before, something happened before, before, before anything imagine, else or that you put it above other things? Before you could imagine, well, actually, that's, that's exactly because it. Because is it a priority thing or a chronology thing? Well, I, I believe that the text... You could read it either way. I believe the text is, is I mean, Colossians actually is trying to say the preeminence of Jesus Christ that, that he's he existed, more important, that he or existed, that he came before that everything. He existed. He was part of creation because he actually existed for eternity. And so Paul's saying, "I know you guys are struggling with the idea that Jesus is God, but but he is." And and so I want you to understand that he is part of God and he is God. That's not much of an argument, though. I know you're struggling with the fact that unicorns exist, but they do. <laughs> like okay. Well. It's not. It's not just his words alone. Obviously, it's the, it's, obviously. The, it's the it's the it's the life of who Jesus 
and his the testimony and the witness, the reality of it. The historical Jesus alone is just pretty phenomenal. But don't I mean, don't you ever feel sometimes nope. that <laughs> all I was gonna say <laughs> is that Paul is trying so hard to convince everybody mm. that it feels like why do you have to try so hard to convince everybody of something that is true? Shouldn't it be kind of evident? Like you don't have to self evident. Yeah. These self evident truths. We hold these truths to be self evident. Yeah. 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 When you're saying that they're not necessarily think, self-evident, well, I think, people have to no, fight I, hard for those to be recognized because well, you are I right. Think, about I think that. there are. I think there are things that actually are obvious in the Bible that are pretty. What I would refer to as duplo that are pretty big, broad things, and then there are things that take some kind of like work inside there. Um, and I was just talking to someone about this. Uh, actually, I was talking to Ken uh, this morning um, uh, earlier, not this morning few days ago and I was just talking to him about this just saying that that there are some people in know who just that they haven't actually imputed and, and kind of dialogued about this the data anymore and so they've limited their worldview so much that uh, they don't know how to like grow anymore and I think that there is this ability with the Bible that that Paul comes along and says look I need you just to hear about the unknown God you know, you guys have worshipped all these other gods. Let me tell you about this unknown one, and he is well, Jesus. Yeah, and to kick back against my own point, even though I'm saying that there should be things that are self-evident, I think that especially anymore, there's hardly anything that you could say or come mm. to a conclusion about that you wouldn't find, you know, half a million people who would profoundly disagree with you about that, no matter how evident it seems. Well, you know, I was telling yes. you earlier about a discussion that I had in research ethics where I merely expressed sympathy for the partner of a researcher who had had an affair with a, um, a research participant yeah. who had come and burned down his house. Yeah. And somebody said, I would feel no sympathy for that person. Yeah. And I said, well, they were just the partner and their house got burned down. But you, know, you can find people take these very hardline stances on things. And obviously they have reasons and a whole backstory for why. They feel the way they do, but I think there's almost nothing that we can all say, yes, absolutely, we agree on the obviousness of that as truth or as something that you should think or do or buy into. Mm, I, I think know. it's pretty hard to come up with anything that everybody I, agrees on. I don't, th I don't think that there is, I don't think there's always something that logically works for every single person other than driving on the right side of the road. Um, yeah, that's such a great example of something that... We hope. ...is exactly what I just said, <laughs> depending on which country you come from. Yeah, exactly. Right? Yeah. Exactly. So, look, I think, I think that the, the truth is this, that the Bible uh, and the idea of the Bible that, that God did is that he said that uh, to discover God is through the power of the Spirit. And the Spirit is actually what leads you in the truth, and you have to be receptive to the idea of, of hearing it from God. So it's not just a logical argument of just like, hey, one plus one, it's not algebra. Well, uh, I, I think what I'm saying is that everybody brings their own baggage and experiences and way they of do. looking at things into whatever, and that makes it difficult for us to have consensus about things regardless of the Which truth of it or the logic of it or the... Which is good. Anything. It it can be, yeah. Yeah. And that's actually space for the creativity and, and of expression and... and uh, and the creativity of actually of us gathering together as humanity. Mm. At the same time, there are things that actually hold us together. Well, I think it's bad in the sense that when we can't get past that to be productive or, I don't know, have a nice community when everything is just 
contentious. I don't right. think that's so especially Paul, So Paul good. argues in Ephesians, and he says that everything is actually held together in Christ, and the unity can only come about through the Spirit. Mm. But, oh my, our time, super up. Uh, so let me, let me wrap this up with our question one more time. If you were to define the gospel in one sentence, what would your definition be? Try that out. Talk to your friends about it. Look after each other. Live love. And we'll connect tomorrow. Hey, thanks again for listening to the Daily Walk podcast today. Hey, if you remember, if you have any questions, reach out to us online at boulder.church. And if you can help support us, please feel free to give online at boulder.church forward slash give. Until next time, look after each other and live love.